What companies deserve your hard-earned dollar? Which would you want to work for? How can you know if they share your values? Just ask us. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks who really means business in supporting workers, customers, communities, the environment, and shareholders. We measure progress, track success, and help them be better. When you see the Just Capital seal, you know what's real because just business is better business. Visit justcapital.com to learn who makes your dollar count. David Hollander is an investment advisor with Liberty Wealth Management, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Securities are offered through Liberty Group, LLC, a member of FINRA and SIPC, and insurance is offered through Lifetime Planning Marketing Incorporated. All investing involves risks, including the risk of loss of your investment. Please consult with a financial professional before investing. Good morning. The following program is being paid for by Liberty Group, LLC, and the views and opinions of the host do not necessarily reflect those of this station or its ownership. This is Protect Your Assets with your host, as featured in Forbes magazine, David Hollander chairman and founder of the liberty group llc now broadcasting live from the protect your assets studios in downtown oakland here's the sandman good morning good morning listeners and welcome to protect your assets i am david hollander the sandman i'm so happy to be with you this morning it is beautiful outside i just stepped outside and had a big breath take it in it's so beautiful what a day we have here in the bay for those of you just joining me for the first time, welcome. Yep, you're hearing the jingle. They call me the Sandman around here. And I get this question all the time. Why are you the Sandman? Well, here's why. It's because I help you sleep well at night by answering your most troubled legal or financial questions every single week. And that's because I am a financial advisor. Yes, I deal with it every day. And an attorney. Deal with that every day, too. <laughs> so this was quite a week with the market. Anyway, we'll talk about it in a minute. So we're live right now in the studio. We're in downtown Oakland, California. It is beautiful outside. It is fresh. It's clear. So if you're out there, the roads are a little wet. So be careful. It is slick. If you have a question, maybe something came up this week and you want some help. Well, I'm here to help you. Call this number, 866-PROTECT. That's my number. It's so easy to remember. 866-PROTECT. You got a problem during the week, something happens? 866-PROTECT. You got a grandma that has a problem? 866-PROTECT. 866-PROTECT. What do you think about gold? I love gold. How about buying or selling a rental property? Or what do you think about Bitcoin? As you can imagine... Over the years, I've gotten a wide range of questions from my listeners. And as a special treat this morning, I'm going to be featuring many of these questions. Everything from, what do you think about gold to, are annuities bad? You name it. We're probably going to be answering it during today's show. What I'm going to call the, what do you think episode and you can only find it here on Protect Your Assets. This is one of those shows that it's just going to be a lot of fun to do because I get the question, what do you think about this? Or what do you think about that? Literally, I'll be clock. I could count them on many hands. Anyway, it's about time we do a show just answering these questions we've collected over the years. And often, they're the same questions over and over and over. Like this week, in fact, yesterday, I got it a few times with the market going down so big. What do you think about bonds? What do you think about stocks? Is this a good time to invest? 
Or should I just be getting out right now? Chances are some of these questions we're going to answer today are the same questions you want answers to. So trust me when I say it's worth staying tuned to the entire show this morning as I answer the question, what do you think? Now let's get started. For the week, the market's finished down, unfortunately, but we hit the critical milestone on Tuesday, and yes, I executed. In other words, I was saying this for months this year, S&P 500-2850. That was the psychological breakpoint. And we hit it, and we hit it good, and we closed above it, which is what I wanted to see, and then I hit the sell, 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 sell button. And we sold. We sold some. I took some chips off the table, and I put them to the side, maybe just for some dry powder, just in case. You just never know. So that's what we did. That happened on Tuesday. And then Wednesday, the market was up a little more, and then Thursday up a little bit more. Actually, no, that's, I'm sorry. I pulled the trigger on Thursday. Because we did close Tuesday over, but Thursday was even better. Thursday was the biggest day. It was a huge day. The Dow was up 216 points, the NASDAQ up 109, the S&P was up over 30, and it was solidly into the 2850. Sorry, that's why I got all excited. Because Tuesday it went over 2850, but it didn't last because Wednesday went down a little bit. But then Thursday it went back over, and it had strength, and it held. And that's when we hit the sell, sell, sell button. Okay. Now, Friday, yesterday... <sighs> wasn't a good day. Dow was down 460, NASDAQ off 196, and S&P was down 54. So that was big. <sighs> Why? Why? Well, global slowdown again. <laughs> okay. Have we heard that before? Yes. Well, let's look at some of the numbers and let's kind of think about this a little bit. So, the 30-year mortgages. I'm going to talk about real estate this morning because I get this question I got again this week. What do I think about buying rental property right now? Well, here's something on the positive side you want to add as you put together your Ben Franklin. That's the way I do things still. I have my piece of paper and my pencil. Everyone laughs at me. Why don't you do that? Because I like it. <laughs> so I have my piece of paper, I have my pencil, and I write on the left side things that are positive and on the right side things that are negative. And then at the bottom of that... I count them up. And if one side's bigger than the other, well, then I do that. That's the Ben Franklin. Hmm, maybe you learned that today. So 30 30-year mortgage rates, 30-year fixed mortgage rates right now are at 4.35%. You say, so what? I say, hey, that's pretty good. Because they were just at 5% not too long ago. So rates on the 30 years have come down quite a bit. And in terms of your monthly cash flow. <clears throat> that's going to increase your cash flow by having lower interest rates to pay. So I like that. That's a positive sign. That happened this week. The Fed. The Fed spoke Wednesday. And I think this is what caused the market to run on Thursday, which was the Fed was actually pretty clear. They said a lot of things on Thursday, if you on Wednesday, if you listened. Chairman Powell said that they're probably not going to raise rates at all this year. <laughs> what? So no more rate rises this year, most likely. 
going to keep it on hold. That's a neutral Fed. That's good. That's positive. That's a good sign. And he said that they think that growth this year should be around 2.1%. That was slightly reduced from what they said before, but still it's positive overall. He said things like uh, unemployment will remain low. He said that the risks right now, which again, we all know this, the risks are what? Well, the trade war getting done. Okay. I don't know if you saw President Trump's interview with uh, Mario Bartiromo this week, but it was a pretty good interview on Fox and uh, had a lot to say about the things that have happened. I mean, these are, it's amazing. There's so many things that have happened that are positive that I've never, I haven't even heard of. Maybe you haven't either. So you should go watch that interview because yes, he was listing the things about how great they were and all this. And sometimes that rubs me the wrong way, but you got to look at the facts and the facts are the facts. And if stuff's getting done, well, thank you. I mean, just say thank you. <laughs> okay. Thank you. So what are the risks that the Fed were talking about? Brexit. But this week we had the European Union. Back later yesterday, we had the European Union grant the UK the delay. Remember what happened? They were trying to vote on it. They couldn't agree, so they decided to punt. That's what most... Well, I won't go there. Anyway, a lot of people say that, and then that's what happens. And that's what they just did. So the EU has now approved the deal to let them have some more time, and we'll see what happens. So yes, that is a risk, and we'll see. I mean, come on. I don't think think they're going to do the right things over there. They usually do. They usually figure it out. So let's not get so hum and glum about that yet. The um, China, this is interesting. Um, Mnuchin, he's going to China next week. Did you know that? So why is he going there? Well, because they're going to have some more negotiations around this trade deal. And of course, they're not going to tell us it's done yet because it's not. But might it? And if it does, what's that going to do to the market? I don't know. But that's why I put some money in cash right now. Because I hit my 2850. Remember, I told you 2850. That was the number. So if it gets back there again, maybe you should do something. Uh, what to buy? Okay, so Lyft. Lyft is going public. This is a local company, as we all know, Bay Area. Very exciting. Lyft is challenging Uber. Uh, I've rode in both. I don't know if you have. It's a different experience, somewhat. Some of these guys drive around with Lyft and Uber stickers in the window. Which one are you, Lyft or Uber? Are you Lyft or Uber? I ask them. Every time I get in the car, I say, which one are you, Lyft or Uber? They say, which service do you use? I said, don't you know? Oh, yeah, you're Uber or you're Lyft. Oh, uh -huh. okay. They don't know. <laughs> but what I understand is that they do background checks for Lyft. So I don't know about you, but I want my daughter riding around with someone who had a background check. Anyway, Lyft, uh, they're going public first, and um, that's going to start trading here pretty soon, and that'll be exciting because uh, that will be a um, new IPO, which, by the way, this is going to be a massive year for IPOs. There's a bunch of IPOs coming, and that's usually good for the market as well. But someone asked me the question this week, how can these stocks start trading at such huge multiples when they're losing money? Uber right now is losing. Did you know this? Every time you take an Uber, they lose six bucks. I mean, is that a business model for you? Here, here's six bucks. Here's six bucks. Here's six bucks. But we're going to trade big time because it's worth a lot of money because it's a technology company. 
Just throw a technology company onto your business plan and you too can sell it for a lot of money. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. I know, but that's the way it is. Uh, you want to be selling Biogen right now? They just lost their Alzheimer's drug company. The company said it can't meet its goals. Stock went down 29% in one day on Thursday, which is a great day for the market, but that stock went down 29%. I'd be getting out of that right now. Sure, you can always come back to it. Apple. You may want to buy Apple right now. Strong buy this week out of Needham. $225 price target. Stocks looking pretty good. It had a really nice week this week. And uh, that looked well. Now, oh, this is interesting. Do you own a ski rental or a ski property up in the mountains? You heard it from me first. I'm telling you to sell it right now. Think about that. Don't buy ski properties right now. Sell them. Why, Dave? Just do what I say. All right, let's move on. Next week, we've got to Apple. Apple's unveiling Monday their new stream service. It's just happened, to helping the price all overall, okay? And uh, they're also uh, going to talk about uh, a new news service you can buy through Apple. That'll be subscription only. We're going to see Monday the new home sales. That'll be interesting. Thursday, fourth quarter economic growth is going to come out. I think it'll be pretty good. And Friday, we have the consumer sentiment, which is, of course, important because if consumers are happy... The market's going to be happy. What do you think about gold? I love gold. I do sometimes, too. I'll tell you what I think about it right now. It pays to keep it tuned right here. You've been listening to Protect Your Assets with David Hollander. I am David Hollander. I'm the Sandman. We'll be right back. If all this volatility has you spooked and you're not sure what direction you should be going, get your free portfolio review right now. The number to call is 866-PROTECT. If you missed any of Protect Your Assets with David Hollander, all you have to do is go to PYARadio.com, where you can download or listen to our latest shows for free. Just go to PYARadio.com on your computer or mobile device when it's most convenient for you. That's PYARadio.com. Now, back to Protect Your Assets with David Hollander, the Sandman. Welcome back. Welcome back to Protect Your Assets with David Hollander. I am David Hollander, also known as the Sandman. I just like that song because I can help my listeners sleep well at night. Sorry, I know. Uh, you have a legal question, a financial question, you can need some help. Call this number. It's so simple. 866-PROTECT. As you can imagine over the years, I've gotten a wide range of questions from you folks who come in, who call, who listen to the show, and as a special treat this week, I'm going to be featuring many of these questions, everything from what do you think about gold to are annuities bad, you name it, we're probably going to be answering it during today's show, I'm calling this the what do you think episode of Protect Your Assets, so this is one of those shows that is a lot of fun to do because you go through all the questions you get and you see these things and you say, okay, well, what do I think about this? Hmm. Let's jump in. I get this one all the time. In fact, a lot recently, this year in particular, which is, what do you think about gold? So before I jump in and just say, 
I love gold. I want to think about it a little bit. Because you asked. So write this down. Because as you evaluate it, you should understand the positives and the negatives. So let's look at long-term returns on gold. Well, when you do that, they're not so good. Because the biggest one after all is what are you trying to do? Are you trying to make money on your money? Are you trying to lose money on your money or make average money on your money? Well, I'm sure you're familiar with this phrase because they stick it on everything that you buy and relate to the financial world, which is this quote, past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results, end quote. That's a sober reminder that mutual funds and managed accounts frequently mean revert. What does that mean? Well, it means they move back toward their average. However, that warning holds less muster when looking at the performance of an entire asset class over time. And so when you look at gold over time, the comparison doesn't really stack up. There's a fellow named Robert R. Johnson of the Fed Policy Investment Research Group. Check it out. He and his colleagues in the book, quote, Invest with the Fed. That's the quote, that's the name of the book, Invest with the Fed. They wrote this, that gold underperforms equities in all interest rate environments. You hear that? In all interest rate environments. So in a rising interest rate environment, which typically is a signal that inflation is underway, equities outperform. This is according to Mr. Johnson. So let's look at this. He says from 1972 through 2013, common stocks returned 14.68% in a falling rate environment. You may say, okay, that makes sense. Falling rates, stocks should do well. What did gold do? 7.85%. In a rising rate environment, stocks returned 8.47%. While gold only returned 4.86%. Wow. So in a rising rate environment, according to Mr. Johnson, stocks returned 8.47, gold returned 4.86, which is better. You know the answer. But I know what you're saying. You're saying, well, it's obvious when inflation's high and it's going to be a problem. And so I'm just going to buy gold and then sell it. Just going to time it. Really? How do you know when it's time to sell? You don't. I know. It's hard. How about this one? Mr. Johnson said this. When rates were flat, which arguably this year they're going to be because the Fed just said we're neutral, in case you missed it on Wednesday, stocks performed, wait for it, 10.61%. Well, gold returned 8.61%. Not bad, but where's gold right now year to date? Mm-hmm. I know. It's there. Yep. Pretty close. Where's stocks right now year to date? Pretty close to the 10.61 as well, particularly if you looked at Thursday when the S&P went over 28.50, which I've been talking about for the last three months. 
So you be the judge and you do what you need to do. Next, how do you value gold? Now, this is fascinating because the value of gold can be estimated based on what? It's supply and demand, right? How much gold is there in the world? It's a commodity. Well, do you know what they're doing right now? They're mining a heck of a lot of gold right now. <laughs> they're producing more gold. So that means it should be going lower in value when you think about it. But, of course, no one talks about that. Whereas with stocks, you can value a company based on their earnings and the forecasted earnings and what the growth of that company looks like. So again, it's a different comparison uh, as opposed to something that's supernatural, if you will, versus physical. But you also got to think about the cost to hold your gold and insure your gold. Because if you're owning it in the hard currency, like coins, then that could be a problem. I'll talk about that here in a second. Gold investments don't throw off cash. In other words, when you're sitting on that physical asset in your safe, you don't get any dividends from it, but one of the best things about stocks, certain types of stocks, is that they can produce income for the shareholder, like the S&P 500. Over time, not only do you get to keep the equity in a company, hopefully it's growing, but you can also get the dividends that are paid out each quarter, all those years that you own it. And as we know, gold doesn't do that. Gold has little actual utility. If you think about it, what do they use it for? I personally have a couple cavities. Yes, I do. I admit it. And I like my gold cavities. They're actually awesome. It's something that really fits in my mouth and doesn't really cause me a problem. So every time I walk in there, my dentist talking about some new sort of whatever coating and whatever. And I say, no, give me the gold. Are you serious? Yeah, I like it. Yeah, and then he says to me, at the end of the whole diatribe of why it's so much inferior, then he says to me, you know what? You're right, still the best. <laughs> so outside of a filling, what sort of an end use does gold have? It's not like silver where they're using all this mechanical stuff because of the cost. So there's really very little actual utility when you think about it. And also gold is kind of inefficient because it's a physical asset if you really want to do it right. And people have a tendency to hoard those sort of assets. I'm guilty. And you have storage costs for that. You got to buy a bigger safe. You got to attach it to the foundation. Or you got to stick it up in a closet somewhere and make sure it doesn't burn down. So these security costs have to be taken into consideration because if you don't secure your gold, what? It'll get stolen. And in an ironic twist, the very metal that's supposed to safeguard invest investors from one runaway inflation and a print-happy Fed is also constantly experiencing an increase in supply, as we talked about that earlier, because more and more of it is being mined. And then there's the whole tax thing about gold. Gold's return is solely based on the price going up. So when you sell gold, you create what? A capital gain that in most cases will be taxed at a better capital gains tax rate. However, if you invest in, say, coins, those are collectibles. And what's the tax on a collectible? 28%. Did you know that? The capital gain tax on a collectible, when you sell it, is 28%, not 15%, which is what most people pay. So gold's tricky. 
And I'm not saying that I love gold as much because if you own it in the physical form, it can be complicated and confusing. And I know you have questions about this because maybe you own some now or maybe you've been thinking about getting it as part of diversifying your portfolio. And that's why it makes sense to talk to somebody who has experience with this. So when you ask them, hey, what do you think about gold? I can say, well, I just give you all the reasons I just gave you. And then we think about your situation and say, does this make sense right now for you? And you say, maybe or maybe not. But now you're educated about it and you can make a decision. And that's what I want to do for you this morning. Because what I did is I dragged a bunch of people in here today. They're pretty smart. And they're sitting at the phone right now. And they want to talk to you. But I can only do 10 folks right now. So if you want to call us and you have a question maybe about that or something else that you're thinking about doing right now, I'm going to open the phone lines now. you got to call this number. 866-PROTECT is the number. And the uh, first 10 callers will get to ask the question and get some help. 866-PROTECT is our number. Find out what you don't know. Call this number. You've been thinking about retiring, Social Security. Ask this question. What do you think about? 866-PROTECT. That is the number, and we will help you. Coming up next on Protect Your Assets, what do you think about investing in real estate right now? I'm going to tell you what I think. It's coming up next, so keep it right here. You're listening to The Sandman on Protect Your Assets. We'll be right back. The Protect Your Assets team is standing by. If you're one of the first 10 callers right now, you will receive your very own complimentary analysis. The number to call is 1-866-PROTECT. We are live and we are local. 866-PROTECT, because that's what we do. Protect your assets. 866-PROTECT. No, we don't have magic sand to throw in your face when you're sleeping, but we're working on it. But we do have proven strategies, well-educated financial advisors, and fiduciaries on staff. And of course, the guy who's looking for the magic sand. But hey, if you're here to listen, then listen up. Protect Your Assets with David Hollander is back. Here's the Sandman. Welcome back to Protect Your Assets. Remember this song? I heard this song this week, and I said, yeah, I love that song. Anyway, here we are. I'm David Hollander, also known as the Sandman, because I help you sleep well at night by answering your most troubled legal and financial questions. And this week's show is so much fun because I know the financial and investing world, it's complex. It's confusing. And you become paralyzed and do nothing. So then you start asking people who seem like they know, what do you think? What do you think about this? Or what do you think about that? And so that's the name of the show today. What do you think? (laughs) And one of the ones that I get a lot, particularly right now, is what do I think about investing in real estate? And that could be buying a first home or a rental property. And so I know we live in California. It's extreme. And particularly in one of the most expensive areas in the country, the Bay Area, this is legitimately one of the most expensive areas in the world that you can live in. And you talk about taxes. 
I was just having a conversation with the tax man before I came on the air this morning about, you know, if you have a company, you just set it up and you don't file a return because you don't have any income, you still have to file a return and you still have to pay your tax because they want their money. And so, as you know, the taxes are brutal in the state. And so you've got to create ways to create income that's either tax-free or tax-advantaged. And one of the best types of investments to do that is real estate. But real estate is very complex and very tricky. And I've been doing this for over 25 years, buying and selling multiple properties, hundreds of millions of dollars worth of properties. And I've had a lot of experience doing it. And it could be commercial, could be residential, could be storage, multifamily. And then you get into the areas and the specifics of it. And it's complicated. It's complex. And I'm going to tell you right now, before I get into this conversation, that it is complex. And if you've been lucky enough, you heard me right. If you've been lucky enough to turn your real estate into some equity, count yourself lucky. Because there's a, there's a lot of people on the other side who have failed doing the same exact thing you did. And they came about the same way that you did, but they failed. So if you're on the positive side of this, good for you. But realize this, if you're going to get into this, there is a degree of risk that you're going to take. And you very well could lose all your money that you put into it. It's very possible. So just remember that, okay? Some of the things you have going for you are you live in a great area. You live in a great area that has a lot of people that want to live and work here. And that helps a lot because that's going to create demand, even in economies that are up and down. So purchasing a rental property is, in my opinion, one of the best ways to invest in real estate. So <clears throat> I had a client this week who came in and they had some extra money laying around and we started having this conversation. And they said to me, what do you think? And I said, here we go. So. If you have extra money, you hear what I'm saying? Extra money, I'll say it again, extra money laying around that you don't need to live on, you following me? And a property in your area is a good value. Not a good price, a good value. What does that mean? That means that it needs some stuff done to it because, or you got lucky, maybe somebody just died or maybe someone's in a bad financial situation and they need to get out of it. So they're coming to you and they're saying, I need some cash now. And I know it's a discount, but I need it now. And you say, fine, I'm ready to go. Bam, you fire and you go. But if you're out there looking like everybody else, every average Joe, and you're seeing the listings and you're walking around and there's like nine other people there and you're just going, this is ridiculous. You know what? Don't buy it. That's not the way to buy something. When there's multiple bids and multiple people interested in it, that is not the way to buy it. You want to argue with me? Okay, call me right now. 866-PROTECT. Let's go. 866-PROTECT. If you choose to rent out the property that you lived in, like a home, you're going to need the rent amount to cover this, the mortgage, the taxes that you have to pay, and you better be setting up a maintenance account. So all that extra cash flow that you come to me and you say, oh, I'm making $800 a month on this thing. And I say, well, are you setting up anything in a maintenance account? Well, why do I do that? 
All, you know, all the rain we've had, I mean, all the rain that's been going on that was there again yesterday, you know what that does to your property? How about just the dirt that falls from the sky, all the exhausts? It, it tears away at your property. Your roof gets exposed to sun all the time. Go up there and check it out. You got drywall. You got insects. You got toilets that break in the middle of the night. You got pipes that burst because these things are over 100 years old. This all happens. And you've got to pay for that. So be prepared. Have a maintenance account. Okay, so what I'm saying is if you do this, then you put all this money into an account so it's there when you need it. And that's part of your net profit each year. And if you're making a net profit on your property, good for you. But make sure you stay within your budget. Now, what kind of rents can you charge? Well, go on to Craigslist and see what they're charging for similar properties in that area. I was blown away yesterday. I do this for a living, obviously. And yesterday, I was lucky enough to have a conversation with someone who looks at a lot of properties here in Oakland. I'm talking a lot. And it's so, it was so obvious. And it was happening to me. I said, duh. How come I never thought of that? I'm not going to say it publicly because I don't want to get this person in trouble. But in any event, they said to me, hey, what are you charging for this place? And I said, X. And they said, well, there's a few of those downtown right now and they're charging Y, which was a heck of a lot more than I'm charging. I'm like, well, why don't I charge them Y? <laughs> sure enough, I go on Craigslist. I find Y's all over the place. Well, that's another couple thousand dollars in my pocket a month. Thank you very much. So, you know what? You're never, you're never too smart, folks. And I, that's why I love it. Humbling. It's humbling every day to be humble. What are some of the risks? When you own a rental property, you're in charge of many factors, like where you buy it, who you're going to rent it out to. That is so important. And how much are you going to charge? But here's some of the risks that I've encountered over the years. You may have to take on an additional mortgage and deal with costly repairs like a boiler that blows up one day. And you didn't count on that. Also, remember back to the dot-com bust? And remember 2008, how property values went down? Around here, 15 20% was about the worst we saw. Some other areas of the country, like Southern California, 50%. So know that. And if that happens, here's what, here's what that means. You go out and you buy a house today for a million dollars, a rental for a million dollars. Around here, that's probably likely. And you put 20% down, that's 200 grand. Yeah, 200 grand of your own money in the account, in the bank account. You pay taxes on that money, and there it is, 200,000. And then all of a sudden, we have a 20% correction in the value of that real estate. So now that, that million dollar piece of property is worth 800 or maybe right around there, maybe a little less, maybe a little more. What happened to all that 200,000 equity you just put in? It's gone. So if you get into trouble and you have to sell, you lost all of your equity, all of your money. It's gone. What about this? I had someone come in yesterday who had a seven-year balloon mortgage and they're paying the interest rate. I call those the teaser interest rates. What happens after seven years? Well, it's going to adjust and it's going to go up, probably. So if it goes up and you now are in a situation where you're not working anymore, <clears throat> are you going to be able to afford that? Uh, I love when they look at me with that look. <laughs> I don't know. 
Well, that's not a way to plan. You need to know these things before you step into them. How about this one? This one's incredible. And I've seen this happen now to more than one person, which that's why I want to talk to you about it. Legally, you've got to protect yourself from the worst case scenario. And this is where a tenant tries to sue you or does sue you. That's tough to control because you don't know where it's going to come from or how it's going to come at you, particularly in some of these rent control areas. So you can prepare yourself for that, but you need to be educated about how you do that. And so one of the things that I recommend you do is talk to a team of knowledgeable professionals who do this every day. Because if you're not doing that and you're just going it alone, then you shouldn't be upset when the proverbial jet stream comes crashing down on you and you drop 20,000 feet because it just happened. You follow me? So today we're talking about investing in real estate and make no mistake about it. One simple mistake, a simple mistake. I mean, you didn't mean to do this. You're an honest person just going along like everybody else. And all of a sudden, this mistake happens. We're human. This could cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars, perhaps a million dollars. You could lose your property. I've seen this happen to people who have six, seven million dollar properties overnight lose the whole thing. You, you heard me. Lose the whole thing. No more retirement income. You can find out what to do about it right now, like how to protect yourself, how to think about your assets, put them in a LLC or a family limited partnership, or look at your insurance policies. There's lots of ways to handle this and to segregate your risk and bifurcate it. So you create a wall. Yes, I'm building a wall to protect you because that's what this show is called, protect your assets. And right now I've hand selected a few people who are sitting at the phone waiting to talk to you to help you, help me help you. But first you have to help yourself, which means pick up the phone. So if you're driving right now, pull over, please. And dial this number. 866-PROTECT. I'm going to open the lines right now for the next 10 callers. And once it fills up, that's it. If you hear it ringing and you go on hold, just wait because we'll pick up the first 10 and then we're going to shut it down. Okay, 10 callers right now. Call this number, 866-PROTECT. Again, 866-PROTECT. Find out how to build your wall around what you cherish for your family. 866-PROTECT. Coming up next, with the major markets dropping yesterday almost 2% in a day. What do I think about bonds or investing in fixed annuities right now? It's all coming up next on Protect Your Assets. Keep it right here. Mr. The Protect Your Assets team is standing by. If you're one of the first 10 callers right now, you will receive your very own complimentary analysis. The number to call is 1-866-PROTECT. We are live and we are local. 866-PROTECT, because that's what we do. Protect your assets. 866-PROTECT.
planning for retirement today can be like a gigantic roller coaster you've never been on before. And right after that kid buckles you in and says, you're good to go, you notice they forgot to tie their own shoes. And that's when you think, it's going to be a bumpy ride. Don't white-knuckle your retirement planning. Call 866-PROTECT and let David Hollander help you throw your hands in the air and enjoy the rest of the ride. Call 866-PROTECT and speak to the Protect Your Assets team today. That's 1-866-PROTECT. But hey, if you're here to listen, then listen up. Protect Your Assets with David Hollander is back. Here's the Sandman. Welcome back to Protect Your Assets. Throw your hands up now. Woo! Back on the wheel. You did it, didn't you? Yes, you did. I'm David Hollander, also known as the Sandman, because I help my listeners sleep well at night by answering their most troubled legal and financial questions every week. I get kinds of questions all the time from everybody, all the time. It's so funny. I'm in the grocery store, and they hear me talk, and they say, are you that guy? Mm, That's me. (laughs) What do you think about... What do you think about... (laughs) Anyway, um, so today we've been talking about what I think about gold, what I think about investing in real estate, and this one came up this week because of the markets. We had some good volatility this week. And maybe you're asking yourself, you know what? I like to get to know this guy. So one of the ways to do that is to come to one of our events. Go to pyaevents.com. Again, pyaevents.com. And you can see all of our upcoming events where we talk about all this kind of stuff. And by the way, you can ask your own question and find out what you're thinking about. pyaevents.com. You can register right there. And I'll mention there's a wait list. Go ahead and put your name on it. And then put Sandman Fan. And you'll get in. Wait list. Name. Sandman Fan. PYEvents.com. Go now. I got this question because the markets went down over 400 points yesterday. What do you think about annuities and bonds right now? Really good question. Before we do that, I want to wish a happy birthday. Steve Moffat, Jacqueline Hollander, Susan Wong, Terry Coleman, Bob Belu, Susan DeStasso, Shannon Hansen, and Bob Olson. Happy birthday to all of you. Hope you have a wonderful birthday celebration. I'll be celebrating tonight. It's my daughter's birthday tonight. So let's talk about annuities right now and bonds. First of all, something interesting. This week, we saw the 10-year treasury start to go the other direction. In fact, it went down quite a bit. And I was talking about the 30-year mortgage rate. That went down quite a bit this week. So we're seeing rates pull back, which means that rates on bonds have become less attractive. And we're also seeing the volatility return in the stock market. Because, after all, we hit my target of 2850 on the S&P this week. Twice! Yesterday, it settled down well below that, but hey, we got there. And so this is called momentum building to try and go through barriers that if it doesn't go through, not much happens or there's more downside. But you don't care. All you care about is making money on your money. I understand that. And so a recent report, this came out from Roger Ibbotson. Have you ever heard of Ibbotson charts? 
I mean, this guy was all over the place in the 90s and early 2000s because when I started in the business, he had these charts for stocks and mutual funds. And I remember like yesterday, the large cap, small cap, treasury index was a very good chart. And it showed what the total returns had been in these different indexes over time. So he became famous for what's called the Ibbotson charts. You can look these up if you Google them. He made a stock one, a bond one, an inflation chart. Well, he came out with a report recently, which argues as its premise that fixed indexed annuities, yes, I'm saying the A word, but before I said the A word, I said fixed indexed, so write that down, fixed indexed annuities have the potential to outperform bonds in the near future hmm. and smooth out your total returns and give you downside protection. I kind of like a lot of that. How does it work? Well, when you add these fixed indexed annuities, some of them, and not a lot, to your portfolio, it can have the effect of smoothing out your total return. It can give you tax deferral. It can link itself to a stock market index rather than an interest rate. It can offer you and your capital protection when markets go down. I like the ones that are called uncapped. So you may want to write that down. Look for uncapped strategies. So when the stock market's risky or volatile like it is now, get this, your return will never fall below 0%. And more in this white paper that Ibbotson put out there, he ran hypothetical returns. These were simulations from 1927 to 2016. And he found that net of fees, fixed indexed annuities had an annualized return of 5.81% compared to 5.32% for long-term bonds. So that got my attention. And maybe right now you're saying, well, 5% isn't so bad, particularly if it's in a fixed income vehicle particularly if this guy's saying in the near future, this might be a place to take a look at for some of your money. We're not talking all of your money. We're just talking about some of it. Let that sink in for a moment. You're listening to me right now to try and understand what you can do with your money in these volatile and I'll say scary times because markets are high. One way to find out what you can do is to pick up the phone. In my office, I have a CPA. I have three estate planning attorneys, and we have a team of financial advisors. Now, I've hand-selected some of these folks. They're here today on a Saturday, and I don't do this during the week because they're working. They can't, but today they can. It's a Saturday. We can help you get in front of this now. I can design for you a custom plan that'll help you look at your savings. Social Security. I know you have questions about that. How do you optimize that strategy? How do you make sure you don't run out of money in retirement? And what are some ways today you can earn these sort of interest rates that Professor Ibertson's talking about with zero risk, except for the insurance company, that's your risk. Claims paying ability of the insurance company. So here's what we're going to do. If you're recently retired or retiring within the next five years and you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, be one of the first 10 callers on the show today 
to schedule your complimentary customizes customized for you at 866 protect call the protect your assets team today lines are open right now 866 protect again the number to call 866 protect big thanks to the protect your assets team for putting together another great show today because without my team i'm just another pretty voice on the radio thanks again everybody you've been listening to the protect your assets show on the protect your assets radio network i'm david hollander the sandman go out and make the rest of your life the best of your life the protect your assets team is standing by if you're one of the first 10 callers right now you will receive your very own complimentary analysis the number to call is 1-866-PROTECT we are live and we are local call 866-PROTECT because that's what we do protect your assets 866-PROTECT All calls have been screened and callers should not expect their conversations with David Hollander on the radio or with staff to be held in confidence. Legal information provided on the air is not intended to be a substitute for callers hiring their own lawyer to advise them about personal legal matters. Proper advice depends on analysis of all the facts and circumstances. And information given on this program is general financial commentary and cannot be relied upon pertaining to your specific financial situation. California Life Agent number 0B48569. Listeners should consult their own financial advisor or conduct their own due diligence before making any financial decisions. The preceding program was paid for by Liberty Group LLC and the views and opinions of the host do not represent those of this station or its ownership.